Hi, babe. How can one find peace and rest after a lifetime of hard work? Echoes and feelings. Let's talk about it. It is the inner desire of everyone to come home to an organized and tidy living space. This is because of the sense of peace it affords an individual who must have had a busy day and just needs a place to rewind and top up on energy levels before the course of life continues the next day. Now, an American author, Kenan Rawlings, in one of her poems, Songs of a, of a Housewife, stated that homemaking is an investment in happiness. It pays everyone enormous dividends. There are huge compensation for the labor involved. Now, this statement comes in handy as an allusion to the foremost importance of someone making a will. Now, a will is simply a testamentary document that allows one the opportunity to reel out how one wants one's properties to be administered in one's absence. Now, this is the ability to put your household in order before your demise in order to ensure that everyone left behind is taken care of in the manner you would have done if you were alive. This is like the general clause where every other reason and advantages for making a will fits in. So these other reasons, we are talking about the ability to determine how your assets will be shared, to appoint executors for your estate, you avoid the application of customary rules restriction in property um, dispositions, particularly where most of our customs disinherits women and um some children because they claim that they are not the, the persons or they are not the bio, biological children of the family. So you also make a will to avoid prolonged and ugly suits and courts. You make a will to guarantee your, that your business interest and um, your investment are sustained. You also make a will to provide for an easier, faster and a cheaper way of um, estate administration. And last but not the least, you also make a will to ensure continuity of your legacy and your goodwill. The late Ghani Yu Oyeshola Fawayimi, so he's otherwise known as Ghani Fawayimi, he made a high standard definitive will where he appointed both executors and trustees, he delineated his properties to cover for everyone he left behind. And he even inserted a clause where he pleaded with all his children and wives not to resort to any form of court litigation over his will. Instead, he proposed that any dispute or controversy should be resolved amicably. This will was verifiably never contested. The children did not have to spend years in court over the dispositions in the will because it captured all the feelings and opinions of their father. Everyone, even the poor, were accounted for in his will. And it also, he also had the opportunity to sustain his legacy. For example, the Nigerian Weekly Law Report is a law report that, it's been, that he, he publishes. Till today, even despite how many years after his death, it's still a going, a going concern. Ghani positioned his household in an indestructible manner, at least in the disposition of his estates upon his death. Every Nigerian, particularly those who have acquired large properties, so we're talking about real and personal properties, at your lifetime, you should take a cue from this man whose legacy still lives on. So this is a practical example where the importance of making a will has played out. Another example that is like that is so opposite to what happens in Ghani's case is the case of a man who is a doctor 
so he failed to keep his house in order before answering the inevitable call of death. The essence of having an estate plan can never ever ever be overemphasized. So in Nigeria today, there are several estate plans one can subscribe to. You can decide to make a will, you can decide to set up a trust, you can decide to incorporate a company, you can even decide to have an insurance scheme going on for you. The, the um, presence of these um, estate plans, estate plan schemes, it doesn't necessarily mean that your estate structures will not or your family will not have means to have dispute over the administration of your estate. But just like the saying has always been, if you do not risk anything, you risk even more. So the ugly incident of what happens in the absence of a will and why it is important to have plans in place that speaks to the administration of an estate upon the demise of an individual played out in the case of a certain doctor. So the doctor had died in April 2020, but he was not buried until February 2021. Now this is about nine months after his death. This um, unwarranted delay was attributed to a pending court case and other family issues. Incidents could have easily been avoided if only the certain doctor had made a will that speaks to the uncertainties the family he left behind seemed to have been saddled with. Now the late doctor who had died in tested, that is who had died without making a will, had investments running into billions of naira. Until his death, he was married to Mrs. A whom he had five children. However, he and Mrs. A separated for about 30 years before his demise without being divorced. Now the disease then began living with, an, with Mrs. B for about 25 years and they had a daughter together but they were never legally married. Now it was now alleged that Mrs. B had blocked an attempt by her husband's older children to take over a property. So this property is measuring about 3.7 hectares of land at a very commercial area in Lagos on the ground that she and her daughter were the beneficial owners of the property. Another issue was the rift over the funeral arrangement. So it was alleged that Mr. Mrs. A and her children insisted that the funeral process would be handled at her church a church in Lagos, as opposed to the church the late doctor attended with Mrs. B. Now, this incident have stalled his burial rights for over months, nine months, and have now left his estate to be demised among his beneficiaries in accordance with either the administration of the estate's law or the customary laws and acts that might have not been his intention. So babe, how would things have played out differently for the late doctor? The late doctor would have been able to play on the safe side in the combat between administration of estate law and the customary law of his place as it, as it regards the, his estate administration. He could have done this if only he had made a will or had other estate plans in place. Now, it was also purported that the late doctor was not legally married to Mrs. B and that Mrs. B had only been a companion for the past 25 years. Furthermore, under the um, Yoruba customary law, the mode of inheritance is the Idigi and the Uriyo Jori. So why the first one? This is why Idigi um, entails equal distribution according to the number of wives. The second part, which is the Uriyo Jori, 
entails equal distribution among the children. Now, the DEG can only apply where a man who died intestate, that is, a man who died without will, was legally married to, to two or more wives. Section 49 of the Administration of Estates Law of Lagos State also provides for inheritance in the following order. So, the surviving spouse, the children of the deceased or grandchildren of deceased, where whose parents died during the lifetime of the deceased. We now talk about the father or mother of the deceased, the brothers and sisters of full blood, the half-brothers and sisters of the deceased, the grandfather or the grandmother of the deceased, before you talk about the uncles and aunties, the creditors, and then the administrator general. In the light of this order of inheritance, which um, takes place in the absence of a will, and the facts surrounding the illegal marriage between Mrs. B and um, the doctor, one would discover that there exists an uncertainty in respect of Mrs. B's inheritance. This This uncertainty would have been well taken care of if the doctor had made a will, making her a beneficiary or he had created a trust in her favor. Experience, they say, is the best teacher and it is believed that many must have learned from the doctor's situation to always be proactive and employ the services of a legal practitioner who knows the law and who are trained in this field to protect the interest of individuals as it concerns the administration of their estate, particularly the high net worth individuals. Please take note of this scheme. So another incident of not making a will or having a definite estate plan before one's death is that it leaves a war room for the battle between law and custom, two elephants that have been at loggerheads this time in memorial. So you would like to think that despite several decisions of the court in respect of customs and traditions that disinherit individuals on the account of gender, Um, circumstances of birth and so many other um, grounds, the present realities will and should demonstrate the legally acceptable trends of time. However, the reality every day, as we still find it in many rural parts of Nigeria, is that women are still being disinherited on the basis of gender, especially in the southern, um, southeastern parts of Nigeria. So in a report published in BBC in 2021, the practice of depriving women of an inheritance from the property of their late father or even their husband is still prevalent. And like Britannia, whom Caesar described as a barbarian who thinks that the customs of his tribe and island are the laws of nature. Many in Igbo land do not see anything wrong with this custom and this is where it is so pitiable. The custom continues despite the 2014 Supreme Court ruling in Ukeji versus Ukeji, so where the Apex Court had ruled that regardless of the circumstances of the birth of a female child, she is entitled to an inheritance from her late father's estate. Consequently, even the Igbo customary law disinheriting a female child is unconstitutional and a breach of the right to freedom from discrimination as enshrined in section 42 sub 1 and sub 2 of the Constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria 1999 as amended. So from all I have been saying so far, it becomes crystal clear that the best way to escape being the victim of endless battles between the law and unchanging custom is to devise a will or subscribe to other estate plan. Not only does the will save your family from being the grass upon which the warring elephants trade, but it also enables you to eliminate questions as to what side of the divide you want to be on. 
Another angle to look at it is that it is not enough to make a will, but it is more important to lodge the will. So when we're talking about lodging a will, we're talking about you creating a situation that guarantees that your will is easily discovered at the appropriate time. Now this is because if your executors or other people do not know about your will or where to find it, the general presumption is that there was no will and the interstate laws will apply to determine the manner at which your property will be disposed among the beneficiaries. Now, you might have had um, a very a favorite child, a favorite wife or some special cause you want to dedicate part of your estate to. If you don't do these proper things, you have been deprived of that power to determine these things. Now, situations like this have proven to not always be the best fit. This has also played out in the administration of the estate of late Chief F.R.A. Williams. Now, following the death of Chief F.R.A. Williams on March 26, 2005, there was a general acceptance among the children that their father revoked every testamentary disposition made by him before his death. So this means that he left no will and instruction as to how his estate should be administered. The four children, they are fa- who were faced with the burden of how to dispose the property in light of their differences. They now entered into a family agreement pertaining to how the estate of their late father will be disposed. They all signed the agreement and a clause was inserted to the effect that all the disputes concerning the executed agreement should be settled amicably um, by a sole administrator appointed by all the parties under the Arbitration and Conciliation Act of Nigeria. However, shortly after the parties made this agreement, the holographic will of their late father was discovered. This now created a situation where two of the children contested that the agreement should be rescinded to allow the will take its course, while the other two opposed such um, proposition and insisted on the application of the agreement which binds them and which was voluntarily made in the absence of any fraud, undue influence and misrepresentation. To cut the long story short, the trial court allowed the argument of the former set of children by setting aside the agreement and giving full effect to their late father's will. However, when the matter was appealed to the Court of Appeal and even down to the Supreme Court, the Court of Appeal allowed the applicability of the agreement on the ground that it accords with morality and good conscience for the parties to abide by the terms of the said family agreement in the event of any subsequent development which might have been unforeseen like the alleged emergence of their late father's holographic will and also on the ground that an agreement voluntarily entered by parties as it plays out in this case must of necessity be honored in good faith in the absence of fraud or misrepresentation because the court does not engage itself in the act of writing and rewriting agreements for parties and thus must therefore avoid being branded a meddlesome interloper. The Supreme Court on the other hand told the children to settle their rift out of court. Now what are the lessons to be learned from here? It is important to lodge a will in any or all of the following places. You can lodge it in the probate registry, which is located in every um, high court in every state. 
you can lodge it with your executors those you have appointed and trust to take charge over your property you can lodge it at the bank you can lodge it with a legal practitioner or even with a trusted friend who among other things should be available and willing they should be competent they should be knowledgeable in your business and affairs and they should have no conflict of interest they should be healthy and young age and this is actually based on the presumption that another person will die first though this is debatable it however has a lower risk now what happens or how can we tie this argument in our local jurisdiction to some famous people in other jurisdictions now in other jurisdictions some wealthy and famous people have also died without making a will and the challenges are the same everywhere so for example 30 years plus after the death of the jamaican singer and songwriter bob marley his heirs are still battling the singer's estate in court he died of cancer and he left no will and under the jamaican law his estate was to be divided between his wife and 11 children now this meant that marley's wife received only 10 percent of his assets in the same manner, Jimi Hendrix, an American musician, died in 1970 without a will. The contention by his siblings over his, est- his estate went on for more than 30 years until a settlement was finally reached. Another example is the case of Prince Rogers Nelson, an American singer and songwriter who died in 2016 in an elevator in his Paisley Park compound and in the absence of his will, Several claimants emerged claiming to be his previously unknown wife, child, sibling, and distant relative. Now, after months of the legal drama, the probate judge observing the late singer's estate declared the singer's sister at five half-siblings as heirs to his estate valued around 200 million US dollars. Now, even Michael Jackson's family went to court under the belief that the American singer and songwriter died without making a will. However, when his will um, proved to have been signed seven years before his death resurfaced, the petition already filed was withdrawn as a singer in his will delineated his property in such a way that leaves no room for family friction. What can you take away from all I have stated so far? The greatest mistake anyone can ever make in this present age in relation to estate planning is to die without making a will or utilizing any of the other options of estate planning. The implication of dying intestate is that the assets generally go to the beneficiaries as stated in the state administration of estates law. The downtown is that the properties might end up going to people other than the beneficiaries you might have preferred to inherit them. The importance of making a will can never be overemphasized and everybody, whether wealthy or not, should key into this initiative because estate planning is not only for the high and mighty in the society. Having a document that speaks for you after death helps put a lot of things in perspective. It helps to avoid a lot of ugly situations that span over long periods of time. It helps to ensure that your properties are disposed to desired beneficiaries. The whims and car prices of the public administrator and the attended bureaucracy which follows intestacy are avoided. And above all, it helps keep everything in order to allow one have a proper rest even in the grave after a life of hard work. Making a will does not rule out the option of having the beneficiaries contest the will in court, but it has a more lower risk than leaving no will at all. So what would you rather prefer? A lifetime of hard work 
a rest after the lifetime of hard work or your legacy being battered for years in ugly suits in court make your decision wise consult a legal practitioner today to map out your estates how it would be now that you are alive and how it will continue running even in your absence remember failure to plan is planning to fail echoes and feelings let's keep talking about it